This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off. Winner for Mitch Hattiger. Swing, line, drive. This game is over. Goodbye baseball. Mitch Hattiger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. Now, here's your host, Gary Hill. Hey, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Hope you're doing well as we look forward to a fun weekend at the ballpark this weekend. Edgar Martinez weekend as we celebrate. Edgar going into the Hall of Fame. So it's going to be a fun weekend this weekend. All kinds of festivities, including the big ceremony on Saturday. One, if you don't have tickets for that, you should try and find a way to get there if you can. It should be a very fun night as we celebrate Edgar. It was kind of an odd week this week in Mariners baseball with an off day, two against San Diego, another off day, and a game tonight. So we'll talk a little bit about the mini two-game series against San Diego. Also coming up, some great conversations. Shannon Dreyer in person with Justice Sheffield, Justin Dunn as well. Those conversations will come up in a few minutes, which are pretty great. So that's going to happen. So a lot to get a lot to get to, a lot to cover in this podcast. We'll start with the Tuesday game against the Padres. San Diego winning that one going away 9-4. to four. A very cool moment, though, as Tim Lopes entered the ballgame after Daniel Vogelback was tossed out of the ballgame. And what do you know, his very first hit and happened to be a home run. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball. Deep left center field. Going and going. Gone. Goodbye baseball. Tim Lopes with his first hit in the major leagues. A two-run home run here in the bottom of the eighth. Holy smokes, enjoy the tour around the bases. Tim Lopes with a two-run home run here in the bottom of the eighth inning. How about that? His first hit in the major leagues lands out there in the pen in left center field. It's now the Padres eight and the Mariners four. Get that baseball back for young Tim Lopes. Way to go, kid. There it is, his first Major League home run, his first Major League hit. Uh, a very cool moment that he will not forget as San Diego takes game one. Game two goes the Mariners' way thanks to Yusei Kikuchi's solid effort. And the one-two pitch, strike three called. Fastball right on the outside corner, and Kikuchi strikes out the side here in the top of the fifth inning. What an afternoon for Yusei Kikuchi. Yeah, eight strikeouts in five innings, just one run. Very solid uh, night of work for Kikuchi. Bullpen pitch as well. Four innings, just one run. As we saw Brennan for the first time in a couple months, which was great to see. Tuli Valala was very solid as well. So bullpen getting a little more healthy as we move through. And uh, Brennan featuring the slider as well, which we did not see the first time around. So that will be something very interesting to watch. 
Also something good to see. Kyle Seeger continues with the hot stick. The windup and the 3-2 pitch. The Seeger swing and a high fly ball deep right field. Down the line. Going back. Renfro looking up. Goodbye baseball. I think that hit off the ribbon board underneath the hit at Air Cafe or way back into the lower deck. Kyle Seeger with his 11th home run of the season. Breaks up the 1-1 tie. It's now the Mariners 2 and the Padres 1. Kyle's second RBI of the afternoon. A 2-1 Mariner lead. Yeah, since the All-Star break, uh, been probably the Mariners' best hitter. The last 14 games in particular, batting 340, 4-11 on base percentage, swatted five homers, mixed in three doubles. So offensively, he's been outstanding for the Mariners, and he goes yard, and the Mariners win against the Padres in game two of the series. Mariners win 3-2, to two, a close one. So now the Mariners, after snapping what has kind of been a, a roller coaster ride, they had won six in a row after beating Texas, sweeping Detroit, beating Texas again. Then they lose to Texas, swept by Houston, lose to San Diego. So they snapped the losing streak and now take on the Tampa Bay Rays in a very interesting series. Of course, Tampa Bay in the middle of everything in the American League, in the wild card trace, as the Mariners welcome back Mike Zanino as well. Tampa 66-50 and 50 this year. After stumbling, they're seven and three in their last ten, so they've righted the ship and right now holding the second wild card spot. These games mean a ton to them. They're three and a half behind Cleveland for the first spot. They're just a half game up on Oakland for the second wild card slot. So this is a big, big series. They've been playing without Snell as well, their ace and the Cy Young Award winner. So that has not helped the cause, but this is going to be a big series for Tampa as they try and keep that second wild card spot. And, of course, Mike Zanino back as well, which will be great to see him. For Tampa tonight, Jalen Beeks scheduled to get the call. Marco Gonzalez will go for the Mariners. As the M's look to get a series from Tampa. So we'll be celebrating Edgar all weekend long. In the meantime, Shannon Dreyer, a chance to catch up with a couple of young pitchers that we will probably see in the very near future. First, Justice Sheffield. Today I continue with my series of interviews with members of the Mariners AA affiliate, the Arkansas Travelers, who I caught up with last week while we were in Texas. I was very interested to talk with Justice Sheffield, who away from the extreme hitters environment of the PCL, has posted a 1.64 ERA and nine AA starts, striking out 65 and walking just 14. If all goes well, we should see him here in the not-too-distant future. For now, here's our conversation. I feel like I'm in a pretty good spot. Um... You know, uh, just when I'm out there, when I'm on the mound, you know, I just feel good. Um, you know, had to take a step back, but you know, sometimes in life you got to do that. But um, you know, I feel like it's been a been a positive uh, step forward actually for me. So um, you know, just got to continue to build off um, where I'm at right now. That had to be a huge learning opportunity for you because you've been so forward, forward, forward. What did you get out of that? Yeah, it was a. Uh, it was, it was kind of tough just because, you know, it was the first time in my career that I really kind of, you know, struggled a little bit. But, um, you know, it's just to kind of get past that. And um, it definitely wasn't a learning experience. And, uh, you know, I know that this game is going to be full of failure. And, uh, 
you know, it's going to also be uh, full of some positivity. So, uh, you know, you just got to get be able to manage that and um, get past the failure as quick as possible. What's been the key to finding your command down here? Um, honestly, I think it's just uh, just me. As soon as I came down here, you know, I just kind of looked back at some film from spring training and, uh, you know, kind of saw some things that I, that I was doing that I wasn't doing, um, kind of got away from and, um, you know, it's it's kind of sucked. It took a little bit of time to to, to get back to it, but um, you know, uh, finally finally there, and um, you know, just just having fun down here with these guys. Uh, a lot of things going on in the PCL, obviously, with the ball and it flying mm-hmm. out of the park. But did that have impact? Uh, I mean, I don't think it. I don't think it had that big of an impact. I mean, I knew the ball was flying and things like that, but, you know, I'm a competitor, so, um, you know, you can put me on a little league field and <laughs> I can face big league hitters. I'm still going to go out there and, you know, if I don't pitch well, I feel like it's something that I'm doing wrong. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's anything to do with the ballpark or the ball or anything like that. You know, you still got to go out there and get the guys out. But when you're trying to impress and trying to move up, that's one added thing. It sounds like when you got down here, you were able to take a deep breath. Yeah, right, right. It was uh, – like I said, it was a, it was a good good move. I mean, obviously, I'm not wasn't happy to you know be you know coming down a level, but um, like I said, hopefully in the long run it'll it'll pay off. Explain this one to me. I don't know you that well. I've seen you a couple press conferences. Saw you during the spring, and you are chill guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are calm and just you know seem like possibly kind of a lower heartbeat, kind of working at that level. Yeah. I will never forget the first start that you made for the Mariners in spring training. And we talked to you afterwards, and you were on fire. I mean, you were talking a mile a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Your eyes were yeah. this big. Yeah. And I said to myself, my God, he's excited to be out there. This guy loves pitching. Yeah. True, but it also gets in your way sometimes, it yeah. sounds like. You're yeah. a good person out there. I mean, I, you know, when I get out there, I'm, I'm in compete mode, bulldog <laughs> mode. And, you know, uh, you know, like you said, sometimes I can uh, – can affect me a little bit but you know uh i think it works for me more than it does um you know i'd rather i'd rather be one of those guys that you know have to step on the brake than than one of the guys that kind of have to get it going so uh you know that's never a problem with me uh getting it going and, and getting it <laughs> getting out there but uh you know sometimes just knowing when to pull the reins back a little bit but uh um that's just how i am you know i love the game and i love you know going out there and competing with my teammates what have you learned about channeling that um you know, it's, it was, it's just one of those things where you just got to kind of know yourself and know what what you need to do to get back to, you know, being under control. Um, you know, either, either if that's breathing or, um, you know, looking at something or, you know, taking taking a step off the mound and, you know, like I said, taking deep breaths. Um, you know, everybody has their own little niche, um, but I feel like every time I'm going out there, I'm just getting more comfortable and more comfortable and, you know, obviously the final goal is to, you know, get up to the big leagues and, you know, get reps up there. But, um, you know, I feel like the reps that I'm getting down here will uh, benefit that up there. Stuff-wise, what feels good right now? Um, everything. Um, you know, I feel like I have some pretty good life in my fastball. Uh, my arm's feeling feeling good. And, you know, my changeup, I've uh, been using it and been coming into play the last couple games. And, uh, you know, I've seen my slider's been uh, pretty consistent since coming down here. And, um you know, I just want to stay where I'm at and, and, and build off of it. Um, you know, not trying to do too much or too less. Who do you like watching down here on this team? Um, there's a lot of guys, honestly. I mean, this team is full of just talent. Um, you know, I love watching Evan White. He has probably one of the best approaches I've seen. Um, you know, Odom back there behind the dish. He, you know, he'll 
he's still so many strikes back there and he's he's, he's smart he he does his homework and um you know i love watching dunn out there uh that's my boy so uh you know getting a pitch the day after him uh they switched it up so that's pretty cool because you know he gets me kind of fired up when he's out there on the mound and um you know i want to go out there and and uh you know do 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 what he's doing and, and that's going out there and, and shoving and um you know, like I said, there's a whole lot of guys out here. Kyle Lewis, um, you know, Raleigh, who just came up, who has tremendous pop. Um, Gilbert, who has come up, who came up here and, you know, the ball just flies out of his hand. You know, nice, easy uh, motion and, you know, just, just comes out. And um, Like I said, it's just it's a good group. Lastly, what's it like to look around and say, you know, this pretty much the crew. I mean, we could be together for a long, long time. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fun. I mean, the, the chemistry is amazing. Um, you know, you look in the locker room, it's, it's, it's never dead. You know, um, you know, love coming to the field and, and, and being with these guys every day and, um, you know, getting to learn from them and, and vice versa, trying to, you know, teach, teach some of them, tell them some things like about, you know, what goes on in the big leagues and things like that. So um, it's been a good, good mix. And now, Justin Dunn. What are the things that have been impressed on you since spring training and kind of being in the organization and being a part of it? Yeah, first and foremost, like uh, like we talked about earlier in camp, Skip and, and PD and uh, Jerry and Andy McKay just kind of stressed on me being an athlete when I'm pitching and, and attacking hitters and staying on staying on the uh, forefront of controlling at bats. So that's that's been the main message still. Um, and we're now getting into the deeper ways of doing that, which has been controlling counts, getting into good counts. And it's showing, I mean, the strikeout numbers are there, the walk numbers are down. Um, and now I'm really starting to get deeper into games, which is something I'm really happy about. What have you learned about that and how have you learned about that? Um, I think it's it's something of not being so fine. I mean, Odom's been doing a great job. Cal, Cal just got here. He's been doing a great job. But something that we had been working on early with Woody and O and Deeks, um, about just working to halves instead of thirds because I would find myself trying to nibble so much thinking that especially when you get up there you need to be so fine within the strike zone but that's not the case at all if if I execute my pitch and, and put it where I want to for the most part I'll be in good situations to expand the, in the count later um, which is where my strengths come in so We've just been working on trying to attack the zone, get ahead early, and once I'm ahead, stay ahead and put guys away. It's a lot of work, it sounds like. A lot of homework. A lot of homework. Um, <laughs> but Woody does a good job of, of getting reports. I try to do my own reports before games. Um, so we kind of know. I have an idea of I'm more of a visual person, so I like to see swings. I know how my stuff plays to their swings. And then Woody will come in with the numbers, so kind of can set the game plan up around that. And we've been having some pretty good success. You've got a lot of pitches, a good array of pitches. Where are they right now for you? They're pretty good. The change-ups, change-ups getting there. Mm. Change-ups getting there, and it's real <laughs> fun to have it, you know. Uh, there was a couple times where I've come off the game and look, come off the mound and looked at Odom and been like, it's fun when I have that going. It makes the game a lot easier. So it's something I'm harping on. I throw it main, a lot in catch play, probably like 25 times in catch play alone. Throw it off the mound every day. It's something I've really been trying to get, and both breaking balls have been really good as of late. When you go into an outing, how much are you looking at as they give you some, hey, we need you to work on this, and how much of it is a game? Um, it's, it's still a game. I mean, early in the season, I, I found myself looking at it as, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is what I need to execute in order to get to the big leagues. Um, and, and I wasn't really doing what I was capable of doing. And then I kind of took a step back and realized that, when I just pitch my game, 
the way that I'm meant to pitch it, I do everything that they would like me to do anyway. So I just need to go out and compete and focus on trying to win for my team and especially getting close to this postseason run. Um, every time I touch the ball, it's a must-win game. I'm trying to get myself into those mentalities of it could be game one in the playoffs next week or, or next month, and i got to win game one to get the ball to Chef or – I got to win game four, game five to keep us alive, you know. So every time I, I touch the ball right now, it's competing for my team and trying to go deep as I can. What have you seen from Justice? It looks like Justice. I mean, that's just the, the most simple way to put it. Uh, we've been having a lot of fun down here, keeping it light. Um, every day we're bringing music out to our bullpens and just kind of he's we're the same in, in ways that we like to stay athletic and just be loose and, and kind of play a little swag, a little energy. So... We've been keeping each other in check with that, which has been awesome, and um, I definitely think our, our numbers are shown because of it. Who would you not want to face in your lineup? In our lineup? Uh, is it po- not. I'm is, sure you will face any of them. Is it possible to say one through nine? Um, no, I mean, we have – I mean, we're the number one team in A from what we're hearing, but uh, Donnie, Donnie Walton, he's a pest and at the top of the lineup. I mean – it seems like every night he starts the game off one for one, and he's going into a second at bat sometimes and getting two for two quick. And then you you turn him over, and now you got to face Evan, and he's really caught fire. And every time he touches the plate or touches touches the bat, you're you're preparing for something big to happen. Every time he swings, you you kind of turn your neck really quick to find out where the ball is going. He swings so hard, and Lou Lou has really been getting it going, um, and, and he's. I, like I told you in camp, I've seen them since college, so I know what they're capable of and what, what they can do. And and, and Cal, um, he's he's getting adjusted to the league here, but you can see it with the swings. He's He's got a beautiful swing, and when he does hit the ball, he hits it hard everywhere he hits it. It was you who told me that. I was trying to remember who was yes. the best player you saw in college. I yes. think you said Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis was that summer in the Cape was the best player in the country. Okay. Yes. And you're seeing good stuff from him. And he's back, yeah. That's the same Kyle I saw in the Cape. It's kind of, I mean, there's so many names if you look at it in on this team right now. It's great to see you all pushing in a great direction and in first place. Who are kind of the leaders in that clubhouse? I wouldn't say there's there's one leader. I mean, Art Warren. Art Warren's definitely the outspoken leader for the staff. Um, he's the closer. He's he's the sheriff is what, what I call him. He's got that deep voice. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so he's been running the team meetings. We're trying to get the, the guys from Modesto and into the locker room, and he's been running that, asking them questions, stuff like that. Kind of the same stuff we did in camp with Skip. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been running that. Um, so I guess you could say he's the voice, but there's not one for sure leader um, in the locker room at all. You guys are all kind of on the same yeah, we're all on the same page. We're yeah. one big family. That's outstanding. What's it like to think that you know we could be together for a long time? We talk about it all the time. I mean, Chef and I look at each other all the time, and we look at plays picks that Evan makes or Kyle going to get balls in the gap and Fraley when he was here going to get balls and swinging and it was just like we're going to be really good we're going to be really good we don't know when uh, we don't know how long obviously there's going to be some lumps that come along with being up there but when we when it clicks and, and we get that comfort we're going to be really good how important is it to do it right at this level I think bringing the winning culture out there will be will be huge um, because we walk in the locker room after a loss and kind of don't really know what happened. Um, but we also walk in the locker room after a win, and then we're just like, all right, that's the way it should be. And, and you know, we're, we're ready to go for the playoffs and looking forward to getting a ring. Great to see you in person. Thank you. Thank Justin. you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.